Hello and welcome to the Amber Stitt Show. I am your host, Amber Stitt, and today we welcome my friend and colleague and fellow board member of WFS, Adam Roth. Welcome, Adam. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Amber. There's more titles there too, but we'll <laughs> condense for now. So we've been talking about having an episode together for a while, mainly... I think, in 2024 to celebrate your NAFA presidency, NAFA, Arizona, as well as me going in for Phoenix for Women yeah. in Insurance and Financial Services. I met you through NAFA, but then you happen to become a board member also at WFS, and we are joined that way among doing some charitable work. So it's always fun, I think, to let people know what they can truly be a part of. And that's why I think you're great for the audience. So thanks for being here today. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I know that you've been with NAFA for a little while, and I didn't really understand what NAFA was? What's the thing with NAFA? I know that when I got into the industry, get my insurance license, join NAFA. And it was back in Nebraska when I did that. Didn't really understand it. Just your insurance professional, become a member. It's good for you. But I didn't know what's involved. And fast forward, I rejoined again about four years ago. I think we were at the anniversary party last year for about three to five years membership. But um, I learned there was so much more there. So can you tell the audience what NEFA does in general for the nation? Yeah. Well, I thought the same thing. When I first mm -hmm. joined, I thought it was just a way to meet up with other, you know, insurance and financial service people. And most of them were friends of mine in mm -hmm. the local area in Tucson, in the Tucson area. Yeah. So I joined just because it's the same thing. I felt I should be a part of this group. And it wasn't until I think later when I became a board member of the Tucson chapter, mm -hmm. I really understood what NAFA does. I was invited to my first day on the hill and I'm thinking, okay, so why are we going to Phoenix to talk to our decision makers? And then I found out what NAFA really does. So they're the only professional organization in this industry that has a voice for not just us as, you know, the salespeople, mm -hmm. but our clients as well, because that affects decisions in this industry affects them as well. We're an advocacy group that will go and challenge certain decisions yeah. for the better of the industry for both the people that are in it, you know, selling it and our clients, because that at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to help people. It ever affects us, it affects them as well. So, you know, NAFA, yes, it's a membership organization. Mm -hmm. So there is dues and people wonder, okay, well, where do these dues go to? Well, we pay a lobbyist that goes to the floor and is our voice for NAFA, NAFA, Arizona, NAFA, whatever state you're in, most pay for a lobbyist to help make those decisions. Now I mentioned the day in the hill. So that's mm -hmm. our chance to go and we meet with our decision makers that are in our districts to tell them yes or no. Here's what's going on. This is what's proposed right now in Congress. And a yes vote will have this effect and a no vote will have that effect. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they really don't understand. They get their notes from whoever's proposing this change and they may not understand the insurance world entirely. So that's our opportunity is to go in mm -hmm. and say, well, and they'll ask questions. They have a list of questions to ask. Well, so if this happens, then what's the effect? And if this happens, then what are the changes that needs to be made, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, so it's a great organization and not just the advocacy group part of it, but the mentorship. I've met so many people along the way and I met yourself. Mm -hmm. I met 
just some really, really good people in the industry that I can learn from. One thing about, you know, now being the president is I'm taking the knowledge that I have and I'm building on top of it. I'm growing. You just never stop learning. And so the people that or have been in the industry a lot longer than I have, you know, I can learn from. And I think that's just a great place to be in. If, you know, I want to build, you know, myself into this position where, you know, I'm helping more people because I have more knowledge. That's really my reason for being part of not just NAFA, but WIFS. I'm mm-hmm. surrounded by the certain demographic in the industry that I'd like to be around because I can learn from all of you. All the counterparts. And that's why we say not less men, just more women. And we have our ambassadors. We use that phrase, but just learning from both sides. And I know that we've talked about this membership and just our history being in the business. For me, fast tracking the ability to meet members, maybe younger members or people that are new in our industry to get them maybe to be not so much strategic partners, but there's a partnership that happens when you meet other members and you share your story and you see what other people are doing in their work that you could potentially refer people, maybe clients or find a solution. But there's the thought leadership. And I feel that my business is really, you know, like there's been an increase in profitability or maybe just confidence levels in myself and beyond by being a part of organizations like this, because you can be around other successful people and know that even little things that you can do make a difference. It might not feel like that until you're around other people that are doing the same thing and and are doing it with you. Right. And you you hit the nail right on the head because there's plenty of this in our industry that, you know, advisors, agents that are being aged out. So you have the younger, Mm -hmm. the right out of college, or maybe a couple years out of college where they take a certain job thinking, okay, they got recruited out of college. This is probably the way they want to go. And a lot of them come back to the financial services and insurance. Yep. I had a connection with an organization at the University of Arizona, and a lot of those members still reach out to me that are now going into financial services. If they didn't do it right out of college, a lot of them are coming into the industry. So they need people like yourself. They need people like me to guide them a little bit, but they're mm-hmm. well-connected. They have different ways of finding the people that they need to talk to. So I think having those that younger demographic in your wheelhouse as part of like, hey, let's kind of collaborate, let's work together is going to be huge for the future. Because like I said, there's a lot of the older advisors, men and women that are just being aged out. Yeah, They're looking to retire. You know, They have a book of business. They're trying to service their clients and even their clients are getting older. So I think that's important to reach out to that group of younger advisors. Now, NAFA had the vision and it was the young advisors group. Mm-hmm. And that was for, you know, there's certain requirements, I guess. So either you were new to the industry or you're younger than a certain age. So yeah, those two categories, right? And so, and it was good to have just another group to meet because they're, you know, they want to meet with each other, right? Mentorship, menteeship. It's even though you're talking about the aging book of business and maybe that retiring advisor, there's still wisdom there too. And then we have the younger people that we can help them fast track, maybe skip a couple steps if we know what they might need because we've been there, done that. I'm really seeing this. I'm in the you know mid forties where I'm seeing the younger and this other succession kind of situation where there's a new life coming for the ones who are retiring. And then people are coming in for a new life. And there's this reciprocating thing that's happening between 
all of us in our, in our career paths and just maybe being on a board for the first time or being president. It's all learning and evolving and doing it together, which has been pretty fun. Not always easy, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's using technology. And that's one of the reasons, you know, when I sought you out at Apex, Apex, you know, yeah. NAFA Apex, shout out for September 24. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the Biltmore area. So, but yeah, one of the things I would follow you and, you know, I thought, wow, this person is doing something that most people aren't. I want to learn. On social media. And yeah. And that's what I mean about constantly learning is I wanted to learn from you. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, we built this mentorship, friendship. So that's what these organizations could lead to. And, you know, yeah, I saw that you were doing something that a lot of advisors weren't and you're reaching out to people using certain type of medias. And some of the younger generation, they're using, you know, I'm still trying to wrap my head Mm -hmm. around TikTok, but that's a way of communication. It's a way I haven't gone down that road. And I think it's okay to pick your platform or platforms. Yeah, but I haven't gone TikTok. Our audience probably has compliance. So we're not just right, do whatever right. your compliance says. <laughs> right. And, and that's just an example. But you know, there are some advertisements on there for people that are doing certain yeah. things. We need people to help us be better and vice versa, for sure. <laughs> right. You know, and then you're seen in a certain way to many people. And if they see that, you know, you're there to help people. And that's why I'm in this industry in the first place is because I want to help not just people, but my community, which probably ties into the nonprofit stuff that Mm -hmm. we're both advocating for. So So talk about being on a board because let's stick with NAFA here. Some people aren't ready for that. Some people think they are and they get into it, maybe are not, but it's so important. And talk about why being on a board is really crucial or maybe having the affiliation with people that are on the board to help facilitate some of these things. It's an important thing to an organization. And so can we talk about how you went from that into the presidency? Yeah. So like, again, I decided to join NAFA just because uh, I had some, you know, good, close personal friends in the industry. And also, you know, I felt, well, yeah, it's a professional organization. So I want to be a part of it. I was just starting off, not so much in the insurance world, but in a different aspect of it. And I was trying to, you know, wrap my head around being a property and casualty agent on top of being a life Mm -hmm. insurance and financial services agent. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be around people that are doing it. So I chose NAFA. I was invited to a lunch. I thought it was great. And I think the next day I signed up as a member. Mm -hmm. So I was a member for maybe a couple years. And then what happened was the Tucson chapter needed to fill some board members positions. I was involved quite a bit, not just attending the meetings, but as a voice. Mm -hmm. And then they were asking me questions. So what do you think about what's going on? Right. So I, you know, I, give my opinion. And I think that showed them that I'm more than just a member of this organization. Mm -hmm. An attendee of an event. They put me on the board and I Mm -hmm. was just a member on the board. And it took a little bit. And then we had our succession planning. And then I was the president-elect for the Tucson chapter. In a short amount of time, there was some changes. And I was president in about a couple months after I was elected (laughs) president-elect, which I didn't have that full year to wrap my head around you know, the process. Forgot about that. Yeah. So the board kind of thinned out, but we had some past president that was in Tucson that helped tremendous. Diana Brett Traeger helped me Mm. so much to build, you know, my confidence to be in that position and just the leadership, you know, showed me the process. So we kept that board going for a couple of years until NAFA National decided to do away with the local chapters 
And at which point we did a good job keeping the Tucson chapter afloat financially and members. Mm-hmm. I was now on the state board. I think about that time, that's when you know the world turned upside down. I was in a position, I was the president-elect for the state. Mm-hmm. COVID hit and mm-hmm. I was the president-elect for about three years <laughs> just because we didn't want to make the transition. Excuse me. So my role was basically membership. I was in charge of membership. In those three years, we got to the point we were a growth state. And that says a lot. I mean, we didn't hit the numbers that we wanted to as far as growth, Mm -hmm. but we were still one of the leading states as far as growth and memberships, retention. So that was good during that time. Mm -hmm. So it gave me a little more time in this case to prepare myself for now being the president of NAFA Arizona, which I'm still advocating for membership. I think every member on the board should be on top of membership. It's not just one person. It's not just two people. It's not a committee. Sharing the information, the wealth of knowledge that we need as a collective. Yeah, And, you know, because these organizations are organizations run on membership. We can't pay our lobbyists, like I mentioned earlier, if we didn't have the dues coming in to do so. Yeah. And that all comes from membership. There's other things that can come from that as well as, you know, membership. You have financing to get speakers to do certain things. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they are members, so they help us out because they believe in NAFA and they believe in NAFA Arizona. Well, you picked back up about the advocacy. So let's go into that. I don't think many people know how amazing this is. And I remember learning about the advocacy, the legislative side around the last election, lots of stuff about voting and drama on media, all these things. And then there was COVID. And then we're just, where do you get your information? And I see that there's this organization that's packaging both sides of the table. So left or right is working together and saying, here's the facts. Now they don't maybe always agree, but they're moving the drama aside and saying, here's what's really happening. And here's what could happen to families if we don't advocate. So outside of members and having these events and social community, which is important, education that NAFA offers as well, and maybe combination of both locally and throughout the nation. But beyond the day on the hill, beyond even going into DC, there's so much that's happening there. And I had taken advantage of going to DC the last couple years, working with not just NAFA specifically, but also insurance carriers that were bringing other people like you know how that works. They were sending people and just very intimidating to go to DC, get matched up with your people. And then you're going and walking in that room and saying, here's why it's important. (gasps) And you might go as somebody that's been there, done that. But in my head, I go, you know, I believe in certain things here in Arizona and I'm going to DC to talk to people or their office and staff, which is still important. They're young, but they care and they are fully educated on what the policies are. But we need to explain what's happening at home or within the nation by policies being enacted. And when you started this episode with me, you were talking about talking with the people that are important on the Hill. They have these questions for us in the field, they'll call it. They need to know what's really happening at the dinner table because these policies and the legal contracts just keep coming. But they need that touch from people that are out there working with clients all the time. And all of these conversations matter. Would you agree with that? Like, it might not seem like it's really pushing the needle, but that's where NAFA has done a great job of facilitating and bringing that grassroots. Yeah, absolutely. Movement there. You know, like you said, I mean, it goes from the national level 
to the state level, to your local, to your smaller community. That's where it goes down to. So yeah, you have the bigger picture, right? You went to DC to talk to your national decision makers, but it goes down to your locals, Mm -hmm. right? It affects our community. It affects our industry, but within our local community. So it's extremely important, like you said, to talk to these decision makers let them know. We come in with a different perspective than what they're told or what the notes that they're giving about each law being proposed, the changes, the effects, you know? So yeah, we come in with a different perspective. So we're the voice on a national level, on a state level, on a local level. There's not very many organizations. Yes, there's companies, like you said, companies will send their representatives to, you know, these day in the hill or national. The boots on the ground. But it's yeah. NAFA doing the education. We sit in the class and we learn what Secure 2.0 means and what was left off of it, oops, by accident, that they're going to amend, right. things like that. Yeah. So that we can help our clients see what's happening. But it's a bipartisan educational opportunity is what I mean, which was one of the main things that I really liked about it. Just personally, I can be involved, but not spend all my time. I need to be working within my business, Personal, but I yeah. can participate yeah. throughout the year. Yeah, yeah. And that's a nice thing about it is, you know, you can choose, you know, how much involvement you want. But if you believe in something or something that will affect you directly, you probably get more involved than not. And that's why I said, I think everyone in this industry should be part of NAFA. You know, we do pay attention about what's going on. And a lot of times we won't pay attention until... It affects us directly. Mm, yeah. NAFA pays attention to all of it. All year round. And that's what I like about it. You know, I went from the local president to the state president. Now, who's to say I stopped there? Now, I want to go national, right? And I want to meet the decision makers, you know, to kind of get a different insight of what are they thinking? Why are they making these changes? Why would they want to make these changes in the first place, right? Is it maybe lack of education? Who knows? Right. So a lot of it, it's not just the advocacy, like you said, it's the education part. Yeah. There's so many different moving parts to NAFA that will benefit anybody in this industry. And it goes beyond education, right? It's mentorship, it's camaraderie with like-minded people. You know, for me, it's the, the personal education, not just me educating somebody else or what we do and why we do it is my personal growth and my personal learning. Yeah. And that's the big takeaway for me, what I've gotten out of it and what I'm going to continue getting out of it is my personal growth, my education, meeting people that I can learn from like yourself and just being around people that care about their communities, care about their industry. There's something to be said about, you know, being around not just like-minded people, but, you know, statistically it shows you you're around somebody that is making things happen. There's a better chance that you're going to do the same. So for me, if I want my continue my personal growth, I want to be around people that know the business that are also learning from other people so they can direct me. Hey, I just found this out. You should go talk to this person. They're great. I'm learning a lot from them. So I want to know those different avenues that's going to help me grow, not just as an agent, but as a person. Yeah, it's definitely done that for me. And you are a great people connector, membership and beyond. You do have a gift of putting people together. And I noticed that right away when I first met you. So it'll be neat to see what you do this year and beyond. So 
Thank you so much for sharing with everybody how they can participate and the why behind it. And again, yeah. you don't have to be a board member yet. You can try the <laughs> membership, the advocacy. You can really mix it up and you know definitely reach out to one of us if it's something that yeah. you're interested in because definitely really being a part of a virtual or boots on the ground community, it'll level up the business, but also give you that confidence and that friendship that's been really nice for me. So I hope for that for everybody like yourself. Yeah, Adam. thank you. And, and I'm excited <laughs> for this year. Me mm-hmm. being the NAFA president, you being WIFS <laughs> president. I think together we can do a lot of good things, reach a lot more people this way. Whereas before, maybe it was separate, right? There's yeah. one demographic and another. Yep. I think this marriage, if you will, between <laughs> the two organizations. The organizations, yes. <laughs> we could like, we can reach a lot yeah. more people. Very important. And wisdom from all levels and all generations, which has been really nice. Well, yeah. thanks for being here on the show. Yeah, and- thanks for having me. I'll be seeing you soon. Yeah. And definitely. We'll definitely be doing Apex together. Yeah. This fall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's exciting. Hey, thanks, it's in Adam. the backyard. So, yeah, it is. I love that hotel. It's really nice. Yeah. Well, thanks <laughs> we'll for see having you soon. me. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on today's episode of The Amber Stitch Show. For more information about the podcast, books, articles, and more, please visit me at amberstitt.com. Until next week, enjoy your journey at home and at work. Thank you for listening.